Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else, please welcome to the stage your host, Alex Kitson. Oh dear me, Kingsdale, are we right? Oh, that, that, that sounded a little bit unenthusiastic. Uh, I appreciate this table here. This table, all right. We'll try and work on the rest of you. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome. Um, this is this next act. This is a uh, this is a new material comedy night. Um, the bunch of I'll, I'll explain what the night is. The, the bunch of comedians are going to come up, do a bunch of jokes. It'll be a lot of fun. Are you, are you sound ready for that? <laughs> uh, nodding, nodding's great, but we, we, we want that a bit louder. Are you ready for that? Lovely bloody stuff. It's, it's, it's a pleasure. Thanks for all coming out, by the way. This is a, this is a great, lovely looking crowd, may I say? Um, they caught the, the crowd straight off. Um, no, I'm the, what I do is I'm, I'm the compare. I'm Alex. I come out. I chat to you. Sort of get to know you guys a little bit, and I introduce the comedians, and we all get on with our lives. Um, I, so it's, it's lovely. Were you guys here last week? You you were the, the you're the president, aren't you? That's yeah. <laughs> this is it. people here last week. That's an in joke that you know. Be here last week, guys. Um, who have you brought with you this week? Who's you've had a cabinet reshuffle? You've uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you, you've hit the midterms. You're like, right, let's let's, let's roll this around. You want to introduce the gang? What's the squad? Of course, yeah. the, the cabinet. This is Tom Oh, we're, do, we're doing surnames. Lovely stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, 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 welcome. I usually get people to be like, oh, hello, like Dave, but um, surnames might be a bit much. How, how do you all know each other? What's the Oh, Ox, 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 yeah, friends of home, all from, I, I say, do you, and you all live in Bristol, is that the, oh, I, was, I was hoping you'd sort of had such a great time last week, you, Oxford, you've got to get on board here, you, uh, yeah, oh, lovely stuff, who, um, and you're all at uni, um, the, which uni we're talking, Bristol, 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 Bristol. Yep, yes, all unis are good. Um, don't, don't want to alienate anyone at this, at this early juncture. Um, I love this stuff. What, what do you all study? You study different things? Different... Do you want us to go round? Yeah, I mean, anything better than sort of a nod to each other and then looking back at me, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't want to be too sort of desperate. It doesn't give me much to go with. Be like, yeah, we do study subjects. Yeah, we do, yeah. We go around, why not? Psychology, oh, pff, read books, I don't know. Um, politics. Polit- I, I did politics. Yeah. yeah. Who's your, who your favourite uh, Nazi? I don't know. Um, no, I, <laughs> you're not allowed to have a favourite, apparently. Uh, I did very bad in my degree. Um, no, I'm Jewish, this is fine. Um, what, about, what about yourself? You're a graduate. Ah, uh, me too. I, I finished. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, but but it, it's it's not, is it? <laughs> I don't know. What, 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 what did you study? Biology. Biology. Uh, you, you, that's, that's employable. I, I, I did politics. No one's hiring me for anything. This is. Um, yeah, no, the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you, but you, have you got a job? Or are you? Yeah, no, no, I, just because this is what I'm going through right now. I'm. Okay, and there's no need to brag. Uh, um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking for jobs. If anyone's hiring, by the way, this is just about the third week where I've just started being like, oh, anyone need someone to do something? I want a, I want a job. Because uh, you'd be shocked yourself that this doesn't pay that well. Um, what, what are you doing now? What are you doing with the biology degree? Uh, it's, it's, it's fine. No, we're all friends here, right, guys? Hey. You're winning him around. Um, Ooh, which is ta- talent spotting? Are you? Uh... I'm on one of the 
Okay, uh, I, I can do that. I can M- I can MC a dinosaur program. That's um, uh, coming up next. We've got a pterodactyl. Um, I don't know. That's a bit bit of fun, isn't it? Um, now I, I I've not smashed a great. You you sound like you're smashing graduation. Uh, that's uh, that's no fair, fair play. That's a, that's a, yeah. No, you should be proud of yourself. I am not smashing it. I I I don't live here. I live. I've had to move back home. That's how, that's how you know you're not special. I'm living back down in Devon with my parents. Um, you're not going well. I, I'm, I feel like I'm regressing, like to back when I was like a teenager. Like you know, like I'm, I, I just feel like I'm 15 again. Like I'm getting spots. I'm arguing with my dad. I'm breastfeeding. I don't know how, why that happened, but you know, it's um, <laughs> you, you didn't breastfeed. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not about because I, I, I don't like I don't like the town where I'm from. I don't like because I'm I'm from the middle of the countryside, right? I'm from like middle of nowhere, but fuck Devon. I like my my house back home where I've moved to. We don't have any TV, any phone, or any internet. And like, I I don't want to sound like too millennial here, but I'm seriously struggling. Like, because I'm I'm 22, right? Like, I've grown up with the internet, and like now I'm having to, I've sort of grown accustomed to using the internet for almost everything. And now I'm sort of having to sort of work out ways of doing things, but without the internet. So I've just found myself like just shouting what I had for lunch out the window. Uh, wondering aloud what this rash means. Uh, I don't know how many of you have ever tried to go watch porn live. Uh, they don't like you being there. Uh, they kick you out. Um, I got arrested. Um, but it, it's, it's a bit of a because I've actually spent the weekend in um, Bristol doing gigs and that, and it's a bit it's a it's a culture shock coming back because I'm from like the backwoods and like and, and suddenly you're walking through Stokes Croft and you're like wow like this is it's two different countries man like I. I, you, you still get. I, I, I sort of remember the roots because you're like you're walking through such stuff that everyone's vegan, everyone's like really working with it, and I, I and you know I, I was I was eating like a chicken sandwich in Stokes Croft, and like they were judging me, and like maybe and they were like this is an odd man, and I was like well well maybe the the chicken should be dead, but I want <laughs> my chicken sandwich that worked in my head. Chicken sandwich, but the chicken's still alive. It's a new material on that, guys. Um, Works on the second time, which is rare, rare. Um, but but lovely stuff. Thanks for thanks for coming and thanks for smashing graduation. It gives me hope that I can do it. Um, there's that lovely stuff. We got guys here as well. Thanks for coming along. You you are some of the the hardest looking men that have ever been to this night. Um, yeah, like because I, I I don't know I don't. I, I don't want to slag off our regular clientele, uh, but uh, you could—you've—I'm you, incredibly intimidated. What, 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 what prison did you just break out of? Right? That's uh, all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, how do you guys know each other? You know, is the—is it like the Fight Club's day off? Like, what's? Uh, we don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, no. It's uh, oh, if only I knew. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I have not been. I don't know if that's obvious from everything. Um, it's the blonde tips. Did that? Does that not go down well, Fight Club? That's uh, is that rule number two? <laughs> no frosted tips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, lovely stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you, you wonder what happened to Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he joined a Fight Club and got beaten up so badly because of his because of his lid. Um, lovely stuff. Well, how, how do you guys know each other? What's the what's the team here? Just. Us three, yeah, us three work together and then, and then do skate together. Skate together? Yeah. Oh, skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I wasn't going to figure it was ice skating. That's, um, 
Yeah. It would have been, hey, it's 2019. Fair play if you want to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am not a skateboarder. But I've always liked, like, oh, I've got a skateboarder on my T-shirt. I, is, is this, like, cultural appropriation? Are you like, he's, he's a fake, and I can tell from a million miles off. A little bit tricky. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's a uh, hey, it's comedy, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be, we get one off in the regular. Um, um, oh, what's how long have you been skating for? Boarding for what's twenty years? Twenty years. Can you do an ollie? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Do you know Tony Hawk? I know nothing about skateboarding. I. Um, now it's yeah, now it's. <laughs> Cheers, man. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I I rarely get a rep for being edgy, but um, appropriating skateboard culture could be my thing. Yeah, stick that on Netflix. Um, lovely, lovely stuff. Good to have you guys here. I, I mean, I mean, get, give me a show. Have you been here before? Oh, lovely stuff. Okay, did you bring the um, squad? Oh, look, you brought the boys. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's really that's a lovely thing for you to do, and I've just gone. Yeah, you're fucking. Yeah. That's really. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, those of you who haven't been here before, I explained it before. It's uh, yeah, it's comedy, isn't it? Um, yeah. New material. And I, 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 I come on. I try some new stuff. Those people are going to be on. Some of them are going to be sort of experienced. Like we've got some pro acts on, so trying some really new stuff, and then some newer acts who are doing some of the best things and like that. And it should be a lot of fun. Um, that's not. I, I, there was momentum. Like, they like the skateboard stuff, and then I re sort of reaffirmed what the night was, which I remember now. I did at the start, and um, and, and, and all the life's gone out of the room. So I'm doing more. No, what you 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 heard the man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Oh, um, you oh you, you can, you can, you're my favourite bloke of all time. Um, what's your name, mate? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a long sip, and I was like, "Oh my God, is this like not a cool question?" Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, uh, Tyler. Tyler, nice, lovely to meet you, Tyler. That's uh, it's nice to have a sort of a positive influence in the room. This is uh, a lot of stuff. Um, can you be my best friend? I. <laughs> We'll see. Oh, God. Um, got, to, got to audition it. Well, hopefully by the end of it, Tyler's going to be my best mate. But Tyler, can you do me uh, a favour for tonight? Um, can you be my chief applause man? That's good. That's, that's, what, that's what I like about you, Tyler. You're a natural leader. That's, uh, <laughs> that's why I got the vibes off you. He's wearing a beanie inside. He doesn't care about the rest of you. He's... Uh, yeah, just sweat it out. Just get those toxins out. That's what, yeah, you should all follow the Kyle diet, guys. It's, uh, it's good. You should sell it. Um, right. As, as I've said about 16 billion times, we've got some fantastic guys, and we're going to bring the first person on. His name is John Gallagher. He's absolutely fantastic. You're going to love him. So, for the first time tonight, Tyler, I'm going to point at you, and then everybody else is going to follow your suit. Go. So, go, Tyler. Yeah, nothing's stopping. I go, why are you crazy, Mr. John Oh, hello, 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 everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, how are we all doing? Ah, very nice. Skater boys, hello, hello, hello. Uh, ladies, hello, hello. We didn't talk to the ladies here on the left, so I thought I'd say hello. Uh, guys over here, we've spoken to you before. Great. Guys, Bristol. Holy shit. This is a nice city. Ah, I like Bristol. I've been living here for about three years now. Uh, I really, yeah, I'm integrating myself into the city. It's nice. Um, I hate Bath, though. I really, 
I really don't know. <laughs> you guys are agree. It's like, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense because I've been here for three years. It makes sense to hate the rival city, right? Bath is our rival city. I don't like it. It's not that nice. It's not that nice to me anymore. It's, uh, it kind of reminds me of, what is it? Like, uh, like a, like a, like a rich younger cousin that you see at family reunions. Everybody's got one, right? That you go to like a family reunion, there's always that one kid who's like better than everybody else. He doesn't mean to, but all the family members love him. All of them. All the, like the mothers always go up to him and they say, oh, I love him. He's great. He's so nice. He's wonderful. And then they go visit him for probably like a weekend, probably like a Saturday. They go, they go see him. You don't see me at all. They don't come to Bristol. They just go to Bath. They just go to see him. Uh, he's better at sports. He's got a better, he's a better rugby team. He's cleaner. He's much cleaner than everybody else in the family. Everybody just, he's got good knowledge of Roman history, which is a good conversation starter, if you could say that. Uh, my, I've got quite a big family. Um, I, uh, I'm, I've got like, I've got like three nationalities. I am English, Spanish, and American. <laughs> I like how there was like no real ooh. There was one small ooh, but then the, everybody else was just nodding like this. <laughs> As if you know something, what's going to happen? Um, I, that, uh, being English, um, uh, English, Spanish, American is not great in terms of personality because that basically means I'm incredibly awkward, incredibly loud, and I'm kind of dumb. I'm a little bit dumb. <laughs> Um, not, not all of me is dumb. I get that. Only, uh, little parts of me are, are dumb. Uh, the south part of me is a bit dumb. Uh, the north is okay. The north has dealt, the north has historically been okay. Not the south. Just like this area. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible compliment to give myself, or a terrible thing to say to myself. Just, this is not good. None of this is good. Um, it's, uh, it's, it kind of makes it a little bit harder as well when I'm talking politically. I'm not good in political situations either. I mean, just, just the three countries I mentioned, politically, I'm not going to get anywhere. I have pretty much, I'm not going to know anything about what's going on. I'm going to be incredibly hypocritical about myself. Uh, and I'm going to be a little bit dumb as well. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be great at all. It's just, it's not nice. It's not great. Um, I am, uh, my mother is Spanish, if anybody was thinking. It's my mum's side. Uh, she is, uh, she's the loud one. She's incredibly loud in the family, like all Spanish people are. They're super loud. That's true, right? Same, I can say it. (laughs) Whereabouts in Spain are you from? Oh, so you've just totally proven that you're super loud. (laughs) Where did you say you were from, sorry, lovely? And the oh cool, whereabouts? Um, oh yeah, great. Cordoba. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they are just super loud. People would think I'm just ha- having a, a complete argument. Have you ever had this? You're having like you're just having a regular conversation with like your mother and father, and it just people are concerned. People are just genuinely a little bit concerned that you guys are fighting hard. You might be throwing chairs around, you might be throwing vases around, but you're just sort of asking like what the recipe was for that. <laughs> for that paella or something. It's just a terrible, terrible way to speak to your mother. But it's, you know, it's not like bad. Um, there, uh, she's also incredibly scary. If you've ever, you've, you probably have a Spanish mother. 
<laughs> I hope. Uh, being, having a Spanish mother is the scariest fucking thing in the world. Uh, they know the moment you're about to do something bad before you even know what you're going to do. They are scary as fuck. They just, you'd be like sitting down watching television and they'd slap the back of your head and they just look at you. And you just, I, what did I do? And say, you know what you were about to do. I have no idea. I still to this day have no idea what I was going to do that day. And I'd still just get slapped for it. Um, have you, uh, what's, what's, what was your name again, sorry? Pili, um, are you good with curse words? With curse words, like Spanish curse words. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you say is the best curse word for, like, a Spanish curse word to say to somebody? From my mum. <laughs> no, not to your mum. No. No, no, no. From my mum saying it. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, any, any person. Yes. Very good. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Does anybody know what that means? This is just, this is perfect. This is just wonderful. So, mercago, mercago en tu leche, um, which basically translate to uh, fuck it, like just ah fuck or oh shit, like you drop something and you say mercago en la leche. Mercago en la leche basically translate to I shit in the milk. <laughs> right? Yeah. I shit. I have no idea where the expression comes from, but that is hilarious to me. I shit. What milk? <laughs> what are we, our own milk? <laughs> it, it, it's just not nice for us. The, the next one is um, me cago en la puta, which uh, roughly translates to uh, I shit on the whore. <laughs> Again, uh, I don't know which whore we're referring to, but we're shitting on it. Uh, and uh, the last one is when you're saying uh, it, it roughly translates to uh, fuck you, which is uh, me cago en tus muertos. Yeah. Right? Me cago en tus muertos roughly translates to I shit on your dead family. <laughs> Which is a complete step up from I shit on your milk. <laughs> They've taken it a step further. It's fucking terrifying. Uh, and you, you might be sort of thinking to yourself a little bit like I'm shitting on the milk doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> it sounds kind of a little confusing. But the moment your Spanish mother says it, it is the most terrifying fucking thing in the world. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. I've been John Gallagher. Thank you. John Gallagher, everyone. Um, my my, my, my mum is, um, is half German, half uh, um, from, the Czech, uh, from Czechoslovakia. Um, and she's got a sort of special phrase. Um, she calls me in her language. Um, which is that um, she says uh, Alex is a major disappointment to the family and it's, um, it's, it's nice to get that European flavour in my life uh, it's really really nice um, right are you ready for your next act yeah. lovely lovely stuff his name is Joe Riley we'll start the applause here go wide and go crazy Mr. Joe Riley hello um, cool I'm Joe uh, so where do I begin? I was born. Um, my mum, my dad, they're fairly normal people. Uh, until my mum moved to Devon and there's somewhere there along, along the line. She became a hippie. Well, man, I didn't get my hair cut until I was bullied enough to make my own decisions. My n- nickname used to be, excuse me, little girl, uh, we don't allow ice creams in here. Um, but, like, you know when you're, like, you, when you're younger... And you have, like, expectations you believe. You know, you believe you're the, you're the superhero. When you watch a film, you're like, 
yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go outside now. I'm going to punch for a tree. I'm going to save a cat. And then as you get older, you just slowly move further and further away from the main character and slowly become the extra. Have you seen that film, Lawless? Have you seen that? There's a character in it that everyone loves. He's very creative. He's, he, he, he makes lots... He's very talented. But, like, he can't walk properly, and uh, he ends up getting strangled in a bush. That's... The, I watched that, and I was like, that's me. That's... I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. And I feel like that every time I watch a film. And that's why I like it when a black guy dies in a film. Because I'm like, that couldn't be me. That needs momentum. It's new. <laughs> God, I'm trying to remember the words. Um, so I should have never had uh, ex- high expectations as a kid. Um, like I'm from a hippie family. Um, so when you went from a hippie background, like you expect, you know, it to be like fun, fluffy, no, no, no trauma at all. I had a brother and sister. I was still in competition with a tree, but like I was taught like, like weird stuff, stuff that doesn't help you in life. Like I was taught to ask people star signs before like their name. And like, I still do, but there's like a twist. I go, you're right, mate. Do you have any drugs? <laughs> um, but like, you know, you, you know you've had like a weird upbringing because you attract crazy people. Like I, I got a friend who's allergic to pears. <laughs> and, and she was like, if, if I have a dream and I eat a pear, will I die? I was like, yes. Hopefully. I mean, for, <laughs> for, for, the, for the good of mankind. Like, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I went to a Steiner school. Does anyone know what that is? I had no hope. Like, the only normal person there is the therapist. Like, <laughs> but, like I, start, like, I went to Steiner school, and basically, like, I had no hope. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I had no hope. So, like, my friend's dad was the janitor there. And for some reason, he named his cat Joe Riley. <laughs> and... Um, and, but, and by this point, I had left the school, but his daughter had just started the school. And she's like, started like, telling everyone what like, Joe Riley's been up to. Uh, Joe Riley's addicted to catnip. Joe Riley keeps puking all over my bed. Joe Riley keeps shagging all the neighbors' cats. So, so then, like, I've been, I've been fucking in competition with a cat and a tree so far. I had no hope. Um, so yeah, uh, like <laughs> I um, like my my household as a kid w- was like it was it was chaos basically, um, and we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, no one wanted to come around the kids' house when the only thing you can borrow is a tin opener. So I made a lot of effort to be like friends with people with more money. What meant better stuff for me to borrow, to then keep. Um, or two birds with one stone. They have to come and collect it, and I get a friend. But um, <laughs> at my house, like, if, it was good, because like, if you broke something, you could just say it was already like that. <laughs> and I believe you. Um, but like, my, ho- my house was, was chaos. And I've had like, a chaos, like a, a crazy childhood. So I've got like, a, a really high threshold for like, bad things, like bad things that happen, saying bad things. 
And I was in a conversation like a couple months ago with this woman, and she was telling me how she's pregnant. And I congratulated her. I said, ah, oh, good effort. And she went, thanks, it was a joint effort. I said, good. Otherwise, it would have been rape. <laughs> um, <laughs> the boat is being pushed out. I don't know. <laughs> so far. Anyway, I'm going to tell you this last story, and I'm going to fuck off. Um, it's just it's probably for the best. Um, so I, I took cocaine, um, and I lost my eyebrows. Uh, you, you don't know how scary you look until you don't have any eyebrows. Fucking terrifying. So I woke up. I had no eyebrows. Uh, my friend still had his eyebrows, so I knew it wasn't the cocaine. Um, sadly, that day, I was, like, breaking up my girlfriend. It wasn't, like... Right on, it was like, can we please give this another month? I, I don't have any eyebrows. Um, so I went, I went looking for it at the train station. Uh, I brought flowers to make up for the eyebrows. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we broke up. It was sad. Um, <laughs> luckily, though, that week I was due to go to like, the London Royal Ballet School where some of the like, most attractive girls in the world come dance. But the problem being is most of their understanding on like, the UK is through like, reading Harry Potter and the first thing they see is just Voldemort, just <laughs> looking for love, um, like now. Um, all right, oh, I shouldn't have left it at that. Fucking <laughs> that was terrible place to leave it. <laughs> love me. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm really dyslexic. Uh, my friends they keep saying, "Joe, you can read them right." I tell them I can't. Great. All right. I'm Joe Riley. <laughs> Thanks for that train wreck. Oh, Joe Riley, everyone. Um, who's looking to pull, I think. Uh, lovely bloody stuff. Right. Um, that's, that's our first break. We're going to have two breaks. I should have said that at the start. We're going to have two breaks now. First one is right, and we'll be back in about sort of 10, 15 minutes or so. Go grab a drink. I'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone else, please welcome back to your stage, your host, the newest honorary skateboarder, Alex Kitson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I think we will have a good break. Yeah. Lovely bloody stuff, yeah. I bloody love the vaults. It's good, isn't it? It's, it's all right. Okay, then, yeah, f- fuck the vaults. Uh, I- I'll go with whatever you guys say. Um, I-, 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 was- I was here yesterday. You- was anybody here yesterday for the rugby? Give me a bye a cheer. No one. That's, uh, <laughs> that- that's the crowd. We've got completely different crowd. Um, I-, 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 I was here for the rugby. I- I- I'm aware I don't look like a rugby fan. Um, people sometimes- I used to play loads of rugby, which sometimes surprises people, because I am like this in real life. Um, but it's true. I'm, I'm, people surprised this is quite a sort of masculine macho sport. Um, but I used to be even more, even more manly. I used to do wrestling, if we leave that. Um, yeah, no, it's, people surprised, but it's true. I used to wrestle at school with my sexuality. And uh, that, yeah, poor. Uh, oh dear, crazy. Uh, then it turned out I was straight. Uh, what a twist that was right at the end. Um, not many people saw that coming. Um, you're looking so shocked. <laughs> Mate, you should have seen my husband. Oh, my God. Uh, livid does not describe it. Um, we had such a tiff. Um, what, was I, what was I talking about before the break? I've, um, I've, I've, I've moved home. I've, I've, I've moved home. I moved back home to my hometown uh, in Devon, Tiverton. Um, I, 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 oh, yeah. Um, Tiverton's got a bit of a reputation, for those of you who don't know it, for being, in a word, well inbred. 
Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not good. I don't particularly <laughs> don't particularly like it. Tilton actually um, last year um, it came second in a survey of the UK's most inbred towns. Um, yeah, they ran a survey, <laughs> and Tilton came second. Um, yeah, it was somewhere in Norwich. Was number one. Um, yeah, like we're proud of it. We're proud of second, you know. But I'm, I'm really trying to get to number one next year. Um, uh, but my dad just won't put out. It's, uh, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a real shame. Um, I've moved home. I've moved home. Uh, I'm a boomerang kid. We heard this phrase, boomerang kid. Um, it's been used in the media a lot recently. I hadn't heard of it either, right? But it's, um, it's been used in the media a lot to describe people of my sort of generation because, you know. Um, our parents, you know, they've thrown us away to the cities to go to uni or whatever, and we've come back to live in family homes. They've thrown us away, we've come back, we're boomerang kids. And my mum's been calling me a boomerang kid a lot. She's been like, on the phone to like, my grand, my aunt, she's been like, oh, Alex is a boomerang kid, Alex is a boomerang kid. And I wasn't entirely sure what it meant. So I was like, oh, you thought I'd asked. I was like, oh, mum, just so we're on the same page here, am I a boomerang kid because you've thrown me away and I've returned to the family home? Is that what's happened here? And she went, no, Alex, uh, I think you're a boomerang kid because I think you're wooden and a bit bent. Uh, and I wish he lived in Australia. Uh, it's uh, um, what a penny our she is. Um, nah, it's I, I, it's not it's not about living home because I'm because you know no internet or anything. So I'm, I'm on social media less. I'm on social media less, which I think is a good thing because um, also I feel like we've reached sort of the peak social media now. It's just going to downhill. I, I know that's a hot take, um, but I, I just feel like because everyone's so addicted to sort of the likes and all that that people are now overreaching and they're sort of putting up stuff that isn't like-worthy. People are going too early. And I say this because I saw a couple of things. I'm getting my phone out. I'm really sorry, but I saw this. Um, someone put up a photo of him and his mum and was like, um, you know, a lovely photo of them together and, and wrote as a caption. I, 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 I asked me if this is sort of desperate for likes. Um, you, you'll never know what the words I miss you mean until you reach for your mother's hand and it's not there. Recently, I've seen heartbreak on the faces of people close to me because they sadly lost their mothers. Sometimes it's good to remember how lucky I am to still have her alive fighting in my corner. Uh, <laughs> his mum's still alive. <laughs> you can't do a You're Dead post while she's still alive. His mum's hitting up Curry Club on a Thursday. Um, and he's going, yeah, he's a bit milkier for likes. And that, that's, that, I don't think that's okay. I, and I'm, I'm glad I'm still seeing it. Uh, to be honest, I, I, I saw another one, and I'll bring you on. I saw another one, which is a sort of similar thing of people hitting the, hitting the social media, big social media posts slightly before they should. Um, I, it was, uh, congratulations to my client. Um, this guy's a, a personal trainer. Congratulations to my client, who is now six days clean from a severe crack cocaine addiction. addiction. Six days! He didn't even last a week. This is, uh, <laughs> that's not, <laughs> I don't think that's post-worthy. <laughs> I haven't been to the shops for seven days. I don't get my chiropractor posting, oh, I'm so proud of, uh, not shops, alcohol, that's what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> and a bit of fun, in it? Uh, people, am I right? Um, good fun. Speaking of people, that's a segue of of the highest order. We've got four fantastic people uh, on um, on in this section. Uh, I, I, was, I, I was feeling till you guys got back. Um, how, how was your guys' break? All right, BCA. solid. Yeah, yeah, grand. Just bored in. Um, like I oh, this is uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I, um, right, we we got some fantastic acts. We got uh, four acts in this section. Do we? Four. Yes. 
Thank you. Um, that's my conscience. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and they're all... I mean, you come up to do five minutes. Um, so, yeah. Tyler. Yeah, let's, let's get him in. Let's welcome to the stage, Mr. Robert Crowe! Hello. So, I'm a dad. Shock. Is it shock? Um, and I was in the park with my kids the other day. My son was playing on the climbing frame and he accidentally knocked someone else's child off the climbing frame. And this other child's dad came running up to my son and said, you best apologise to my son right now or I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> he said that to a five-year-old. And all I could think was, finally someone who gets me. <laughs> Problem is my wife was there. So she comes up to this guy and gets in his face and he says, you touch my son, my husband is going to fuck you up. And all I could think was, she does not get me at all. <laughs> anyway, the guy looked at me and just started laughing. And I was like, yeah, he gets me. He definitely gets me. Um, my kids are always come up to me and saying, Daddy, guess what? Daddy, guess what? And the correct answer is just saying, what? Okay? But I get a bit bored of doing that all the time. So what I like to do is like try different answers. So I try like I try really nice answers. They're like, Daddy, guess what? And I'm like, you love me? And they're like, no, Daddy. <laughs> and I try like philosophical answers. And they're like, Daddy, guess what? And I'm like, live simply so others may simply live. <laughs> and they're like, no, Daddy. <laughs> and I try really honest answers. And they're like, Daddy, guess what? I'm like... You're a far bigger financial burden than I'd ever anticipated. <laughs> and every time I have to buy you a new pair of shoes, I wish to God I'd remember to pull out. <laughs> uh, my wife hates it when I piss in the shower. But it's just the most effective way to get the kids out. <laughs> I'm ashamed of that one. Um, with kids, right, you've got to be super careful of the language you use because, like, even the simplest things can backfire. So I've got two boys, right? So for their private areas, we use Willy and Bum. Pretty standard stuff, right? What could possibly go wrong? So we're in the supermarket. My kids are running around going crazy. And just as one of them runs past me, I kick out my hip, hit him perfectly. He goes down and starts crying. <laughs> Sweet shot. Uh, my wife runs up and goes, oh, my goodness, what happened? And he's like... <laughs> Daddy bummed me. <laughs> My wife didn't clock it at all. She's like, what you bumming for? If you're going to bum our children, you've got to be more careful. <laughs> um... Me and my kids really want a dog. We really want a dog really badly, but my wife's allergic, so we can't have one. So we play this game where we go to the park, and we sit on a bench. It's called I Wish. We sit on a bench, and we watch other families playing with the dogs, having a great time. And my kids would turn to me and go, oh, I wish that was our dog. And I'd be like, me too, son, me too. And sometimes my wife comes and plays as well. She'll sit down with us, and she'll see the other families having a major time. And she'll turn to me and go, I wish you were dead. <laughs> it's funny, because it's true. Um... As a kid, I used to be really, really fat, okay? How fat? Imagine the fattest person you know, and imagine I ate them, all right? <laughs> I used to look at a piece of cake like Boris Johnson would look at his cousin's ass, right? <laughs> oh, he's not in the room. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, 
And the worst day at school, the worst day I hated was sports day. I hated sports day because I couldn't do any of the events. It was terrible. I hated it. My dad loved it. He said it was hilarious. Okay, he used to love me watching. He said his favorite event was watching me trying to do the sack race. He said it was mesmerizing. Yeah? He said it was like watching a lava lamp that could cry. <laughs> Arsehole. <laughs> right, guys. Um, I, got a call from my, I got a call from my kid's school the other day. And they said, we've got a big problem with your son. A big problem with your son. I was like, oh, no. Has he said something sexist? And they were like, no, he hasn't said something sexist. I was like, has he said something racist? And I was like, no, he hasn't said something racist. And I said, oh, my goodness. Has he done something homophobic? And they're like, no, he's done, not done something homophobic. And I was like, well, that is a big problem. Okay, I'll leave you on that one. Cheers, guys. Let's keep that going again from Mr. Wesley Merch! So I had a big roast dinner earlier. I'm not feeling very sexy. None of that big dick energy. You guys know what big dick energy is? Well, big dick energy is someone who's got like a, they got a big dick. And they got, all, they got all the confidence and stuff to go with it, you know? But not all like the cockiness and showmanship. So when I first heard about big dick energy, I was like, well, what's the fucking point in that, right? I mean, as someone who's not gifted enough to exude big dick energy, I think if you're lucky enough to, then you should, you know, make the most of it. I mean, don't sigh. It's not like a deformity. I'm not disabled. <laughs> I'm not looking for like a blue badge and parking space for an underwhelming penis deformity or anything. I just think if you've got it, you know, you got it, you should flaunt it. And to be fair, it's a good thing I don't have a big dick, to be honest, because if I did, I'd be absolutely unstoppable. <laughs> I don't mean like shagging or anything. I don't mean shagging or anything. I just mean like, you know, I get it out every opportunity really you're like, in the pub you turn your back and I just like flop it in your beer you turn back and I pretend to be an elephant drink you know it's not just stupid stuff as well I'd use it for everyday things I'd write my shopping list on it you know just walking around Tesco and I'd be like biscuits crisps cheese soap I know terrible diet I know yeah, I just, and I'd wear a watch on it as well, you know, just on the off chance that someone stops me and asks me for the time. Just so I could be like, what's the time? I could be like, it's, it's ten past six, mate, it's ten past six. Not just a normal watch either, I think I'd wear a Fitbit. I want to know what calorie consumption a big cock has, you know. I might need to eat, keep my blood sugar levels up or something, you know. Every time I get a hard on, I might get a calorie deficit or something. And people are like, well, it's not very classy, it looks like you're overcompensating. Which is true. Unless you have, like, a military-grade weapon for a cock, you know? I mean, do you guys know who Dan Bilzerian is? Well, Dan Bilzerian, right, is a multi-millionaire playboy poker player. You know how I know? Because his Instagram is absolutely ridiculous. And by ridiculous, I mean it's fucking amazing. Every day, Dan Bilzerian's in, like, a new city or a new country. Five supermodels with him, usually in, like bikinis or naked or something and people are like yes it's all very well in that but uh it's not very classy is it i mean bill gates is a billionaire wears walmart t-shirts 
global philanthropist. I think, yeah, that's true. That's true. But the other day, Dan Bilzerian was at a penthouse party with a cobra and an alligator. <laughs> now, I've been to some pretty cool parties before, but what all of them were lacking were a Vegas penthouse apartment, supermodels, a cobra, and a fucking alligator. Right? For context of just how amazing these parties are, at 25 years old, Dan Bilzerian has two cocaine and Viagra-induced heart attacks. He then drives himself to the hospital, and he's treated by Michael Jackson's doctor. Now, I have no way of confirming this at all, but I should imagine whilst led in a hospital bed, heart racing like a freight train, two-day hard-on, being treated by the Grim Reaper himself, (laughs) at no point is Dan Bilzerian thinking, if I go out today, this is my last day, my one regret, I didn't help young Mungabwe build that well in Matsungulu. <laughs> no, of course it's fucking not. What Dan, Dan Bilzerian's actually thinking is, it's my last day. I go out, my one regret, I didn't wear that cobra like a live condom. Fuck all of those Victoria's Secret models to the heart attack, heart attack killed me. Did have to get the crocodile hunter Steve Werwin's daughter in her bindi just to recover the body, you know? Thank you very much, guys. I've been Wesley Merch. Thank you. Thank you. Wesley Merch, everyone. Uh, that was bloody stuff. I though, I learned some things. Uh, <laughs> what's the biggest dick you've seen? Yours. Oh, I'll leave you on that. Why not? Um, <laughs> what a fun lie. Um, right, are you ready for next act? Yay. Right, start, start the applause. There we go, here we go. Let's go wild and crazy, Mr. Comedy John! Comedy John! That's very loud. Comedy John! Comedy John's very excited. How are you all doing? Everybody happy, you're healthy, you're well? Good. All right. I know you're all expecting comedy, but I'm actually a massive loser. Bigger laugh. But never mind. Uh, okay. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. Uh, any young people in tonight? Youngsters? I'm 47. It's all inclusive. Young people in. You're all young. They're calling us snowflakes and millennials and saying we're too easily offended. Do you buy this? You're too easily offended? Me neither. I don't think we are. Me, myself... Well, just to prove, uh, I'm not that kind of comedian. Nobody's going to get offended tonight, okay? You're in very safe hands, all right? Just to prove a point, I myself identify as a jellycopter. All right, I'll give you a demonstration. You've just seen a grown man fly, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Clearly, I can fly, but there is a very visible wobble. If you see me after the gig and we get friendly, we get chatting and stuff. Please don't mention the wobble, okay? I'm sensitive about the wobble. Just say, nice flight, Skipper, and we'll all get along fine. Is that okay? Happy days? Sweet. Okay. Let's do some material. That'll be good. (laughs) Fucking amazing. Just to give you some background on me, yeah? Uh, Once upon a time, when I was five, I had a plan. I was going to be an art thief cat burglar. All right? It's a common plan. A lot of kids had them. Okay. In my plan, 
I had a black polar neck. I had tea towel knee pads. I had a plan. I was going to be famous and stuff. It's going to it's going to work. All right. By the time I was 25 and qualified and old enough to be an art thief, cat burglar, I suddenly realized people that I no longer liked the art that was worth stealing. I was hip. I liked street art. Thing is, you can't steal a wall in the middle of the night as an art thief, cat burglar, because you're kind of stealing the wall that you're climbing on. It's a completely impractical and it's a very self-destructive profession in the final analysis. So there you go. What else should I tell you about? Being an art thief is kind of like being a spy, you know? Like if you want to know what's happening in the world of the adults, get good at spelling, all right? Honey, I put your W-E-E-D back in the kitchen cupboard where it belongs. Thanks, babe. Babe, I put your R-A-B-B-I-T back in the bathroom cupboard where it belongs. Just thinking of you, babe. You notice how the gentlemen are generally a little bit softer on the shit that the lady shouldn't be doing than the ladies about how gently the man should be doing stuff that he's doing? Yeah, you're all very serious. Very serious, people. Do you want to see me fly again? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, tell you another joke. Shall I tell you another joke? Do you want to hear another joke? Do I seem frazzled to you? No? You're a very good liar. <laughs> I am a little bit frazzled. If you'd been on the job center's hotline to get through to the job center, you'd be frazzled too. That's all I'm saying. If you've been listening to the job center's remix of Vivaldi's Four Seasons <laughs> featuring MC Monotone, <laughs> have you called for a healthcare appointment? No? Why the fuck would I call the job center <laughs> to tell them that I've got a healthcare appointment? We found your level. You're all students, aren't you? Yeah. Do you know the number for the job centre? Oh, you'll, 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 you'll get to know it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's all right. That's all right. Uh, any old people in? Just do some crowd work. <laughs> Mostly young people. Do you want to see me fly again? <laughs> you look very uh, pleased to be here, young man. You studied psychology, didn't you? I think I heard you say. I studied psychology as well. Good to meet you, young man. Young man's wearing green. Everybody in psychology studies knows that means you are available. <laughs> besties. We're now besties. I'm going to get the fuck off. Think that's a good idea? No. You want more? No. You want more? You want more comedy, John? Hashtag winning. Hashtag winning. There's a homework assignment that comes with my gig, people. I want you to all go home tonight. I want you to make love. I want you to water your plants first in slow motion. And then when you've watered the plants, I want you to all make love. Why in slow motion? To, to, just to get with the zen. <laughs> Heckle. And then when, you're all, then when you're all zened out... I want you to make love. I want you to have lots of sexy sex with each other back at the ranch. And while you're having all the sexy sex, I want you to think about me. All right? I want you to imagine my face appearing on the wall like from some cosmic vagina. Hello. You're right, Tyler. 
Tyler's shagging away. He's a roofing, roofing specialist over there, Tyler, aren't you, mate? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. They, call me, they call me Shagger. So Tyler's there. Where am I going with this? <laughs> While you're having all the sexy sex and thinking of me, Tyler, I want you to know that I will be thinking of all of you too. All right, night, God bless, safe home. Cheers, Bristol. Um, oh dear me <laughs> you want to see me fly um, um, I, also, yeah figure John while you're yeah, having I, I, I will now um, next time um, I, um, lots of I'm quite innocent but I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like I like comedy. Um, I, I, I quite like I, I really like daily comedy because I because I, I learn stuff right. Like I because I, I'm I'm like I said I'm from the countryside. I didn't know a lot. Of, I don't know a lot of things. I found out last week what the Mile High Club was. Um, do you guys know? Yeah, Yo, yeah you dirty dogs. I um, it's having sex in a plane, guys. Um, but and, and apparently it's considered like quite a cool thing, like join the Mile High Club, like four way. Hey. But um, I don't really get it, like because it's just doing something sexual on public transport. I've had a wank on a train. Uh, where is my club? Uh, I've come up with a name for my club. Uh, it's called Virgin Trains. Uh, uh, ironically named because uh, actually comes early. Uh, that's uh. That's a joke. Um, right, are you ready for your final act of this section? Yeah. Lovely, lovely stuff. His name is Charlie Bateman, so go wild and go crazy! Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Charlie Bateman! Hello, yes, I am Charlie. Is everyone all right? Yes, yeah. yeah, good. I have a real fear of becoming a dad. I found one method of birth control that always works. Yeah. I exclusively sleep with men. Yeah, sorry, ladies. I knew you were looking at this thinking, well, that's a project. <laughs> it's just a much bigger task than you had in mind. <laughs> I'm dating a younger man at the moment. As I get older, I start adding at the moment. Experience leads to caution. A long-term relationship with gay people is one way you learn their surname. <laughs> I'm glad I found someone, though. Uh, dating in your 30s is like supporting a local football team. I support Southampton, so I find the game a real struggle. Uh, I can see there's men out there, but I've no idea what the hell they're trying to do. I do really appreciate it, though, when I finally score. <laughs> I'm an insomniac. That's frustrating. There is no romantic way to say, right, just putting in my earplugs. I use blackout curtains. The first time my partner stayed over, he opened his eyes in the morning and thought, Am I blind? <laughs> uh, 18, I realized I was ready to make my own way in the world when my parents sold our house. Turns out when they said they didn't want to live together anymore, they didn't just mean each other. <laughs> my parents' divorce was the first time I realized they were fallible. Until then, I thought the only mistake they had made was my brother. They broke it to me the traditional way. They said nothing. My mum just moved into my brother's room when he was at uni. Of course, I was angry. I wanted those loaded magazines. For a while, my dad would only refer to my mum as that woman. 
I think he was worried if he accidentally said her name three times, she'd reappear. <laughs> I haven't always been this cool. I was the only boy in year seven who carried a briefcase. And a copy of the Fun Day Times. <laughs> if you don't remember the children's version of the Times, you probably had friends. I look like Jacob Rees-Mogg, the childhood years. Now I'm a musician for a living. What's cooler? A job where you're creative, free from ties, have no money. I play a cool instrument, the oboe. I stand in front of people making this expression. I realize without the actual instrument, it does just look like a hand job is as far as I'll go. It isn't. Uh, I have a 1971 VW camper, so to middle-aged men with ponytails, I'm pretty rad. <laughs> My brother thinks he's cool. He was captain of the rugby team. But I now run two Facebook groups about vintage guitars. <laughs> he has a properly paid job, but I get to lie in most mornings. So who's cool now? David. <laughs> I live in a small town. It's called Limington. There is one advantage... Is there a fan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ooh. Really? Yeah. Well. Well, my Oh, well, that's good to know. We can talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there is one advantage of living in Lim Limington, which I'm sure your grandparents have shared with you. Yeah. Uh, it, when it comes to dating, if you're on Grindr in Bristol, you have to stand out amongst hundreds of appealing options. Someone wants to hook up in Limington, they either choose me or have to drive 20 miles into the countryside to meet a farmer in a barn. Yeah, ask them about that when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a debate at the moment about teaching of LGBT lifestyles in schools. Well, I don't understand it. I mean, either gay people exist or you're going to have to break it to my boyfriend. I'm all for gay conversion therapy. I converted in my 20s. I haven't dated a woman since. I am trying to be more ethical, though, so I only date free-range men. <laughs> I just think if you're going to put something in your mouth, it's important it's led a happy life. <laughs> Thank you very much. I've been Charlie. See you later. Charlie Bateman, everyone! Uh, lovely, bloody stuff! Right, um, and, and that is the time for our second break. Um, yeah, so you know the routine by now. Go grab yourselves a drink. Uh, and after the break, we've got two of my favourite acts in Bristol. So yeah, come on back. See you in about ten minutes. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hand together for the return to the stage. Your host, Alex Kitson. Hello, 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 we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. We will have a good second break. Okay, well, thank God for you guys. That's, uh, <laughs> that sounded like a bad break all round. But the good news is we've got more comedy. Um, lovely stuff. Um, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say a couple of things and then we'll, and then we'll bring on our two final acts. who are absolutely fantastic, you're going to love them. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, as, as I said before, I'm, I'm unemployed. I'm, I'm, I'm look, looking for jobs. Genuinely, if anyone's hiring, ask, ask, let me know. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I, woo, are you hiring? Yeah. What, what are you hiring for? No, I'm not hiring. 
Oh, yeah, that was... But what you've done there, you've sort of built up my hopes and then pricked them, which in a way is crueler. Um, no, it's fine. It's, uh, I appreciate the attempt. Um, well, bitch. Uh, no, I don't know. That's the meanest thing I've ever said. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm unemployed, but it's, um, people don't, I, 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 I don't like to complain about it because I feel like people don't feel sorry for me because we're just so obviously middle class. That I feel like it's not. Um, I feel like people are like, oh, right, very well, mate. You might be unemployed, but your mum definitely has a bread maker. Uh, you'll probably be fine. Um, you look, you look like you sweat elderflower. Uh, and they're right, I do, so I can't complain. It's, uh, it's a real shame. I, um, I, I've got a, I, I've recently, I met people who are, um, regularly attend this gig. No, I had a real seven month dilemma about my glasses, which I won't go into. But I recently, I recently got glasses for, after I couldn't afford them for a long time. And, um, I was really excited about getting them. Um, so I was like, um, so, so I said to like, I said to my girlfriend, I was like, oh, um, I've got my glasses for the first time for like seven months. Um, what, what do you think? And she was like, oh my god, it's gonna be like dating a celebrity. And I was like, oh my god, which celebrity? And she was like, oh yeah, the old man from Up. <laughs> what a lovely woman. Um, no, <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm looking for jobs. I'm writing CVs, and 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 that, and that can be really tricky. Like, I because I, I don't know what to write in a CV because you just got to lie. Basically, you just got to lie and cheat your way to the top. That's what I've that's what I've learned. Is that is that getting a nod from? Did you lie on your CV? No, they're not in. The BBC are not in. I don't know if that's uh, I don't, <laughs> the people don't come. To, BBC don't come to this gig. I hate to. Yeah, yeah. Um, they or oh, they do, and they have not come up. They do now. Yeah, I can't wait. To, <laughs> I cannot wait to get a ten spot on <laughs> the Natural History program. That would be just dinosaurs. Then the men in the middle being like, "Hey, you heard about my penis?" <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then David Attenborough comes back out, yeah. <laughs> um, but the, I, I, I mean, you, you, you're probably very qualified. I've got a lie on my CV because all I've got is this, which isn't particularly employable. So, and, and like, I've been reading all the tips you got to do when you got, got a CV. They're, they're like, you got to grab their attention. You got to grab their attention. So my CV, I've got, I've got my name, I've got my address, and then I've got your kids in block capitals. Uh, <laughs> just really, <rah. laughs> uh, it has not worked. Um, has not worked in any capacity. But two people who I know are employed uh, are the two next actually coming out. My, my, my segues are pretty good today. Cheers, man. Um, right, are, are you ready for your final act of the evening? Yeah. Everybody, step in the name so easily for the final time. Don't let me down. Then let's go wild and go crazy with this evening. Oh God! Ah, oh, follow that. No, no. Um, so, um, oh, fuck's sake, right. when I learned about sex, this is fine. When I learned about sex, chaps, especially you, you look about the same age as my son, so I'm going to practice on you. Um, what happens is, what my mum said was, when a man and a lady, I don't know if you know this, love each other very much. They take off all their clothes. <laughs> Poor mum. Uh, they take off all their clothes and they lie very close together. And then some science. And then a baby. <laughs> right? And so, really, ever since then, I've always associated the word science. With science, 
science. <laughs> so when people say, oh, I say, you know, what are you studying? And they say science. I'm like, yeah, that's what I did at uni too, darling. <laughs> um, anyway, um, uh, I had, uh, that was my mum was, you know, my first science teacher. I had another science. What's the hand signal for science that's not science? Um, I had another teacher who taught me about science, and her name was, um, yes, it was that. <laughs> she was a robot. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> she was called Mrs. McIntyre. M-A-C, small I, anti-wire girls. And she had, like, this catchphrase, right? She would say, um, all... Owls are birds, but not all birds are owls. Yeah, see what I mean? So she could use it a lot of different contexts. So she would say, all annelids are worms, not all worms are annelids. Because, of course, you've got the nematodes and the... The poly shit what? Could be, yes. Don't think we've done that at GCSE. Um... Anyway, uh, so she had that stuff. She wanted to tell us that about science, but she also had some stuff to tell us about the other one, about the science. I thought I'd invented that. I went, one night I got pissed and I was like, yeah, that's sex. (laughs) This must be bum sex, right? (laughs) I've invented that. It's literally British Sign Language for anal sex is is that. (laughs) Anyway, um... Sorry, right, where was I? Anyway, so Mrs. McIntyre had some stuff she wanted to tell us about sex as well, basically. And what she wanted to tell us was, a boy will want to do it. And a boy will tell you he must have it. And a boy will tell you that he will die if he doesn't have it. Well, let me tell you, girls, he won't die. And I think what she was trying to tell us was all men are bastards. <laughs> but not all bastards are men. <laughs> uh, so that's that bit. Um, <laughs> so I'd done sex um, and then I got children. And um, this year I went on an all-inclusive holiday with them. I've never been on an all-inclusive holiday. Have you been on an all-inclusive holiday? Do you know what they do is they get quite a nice hotel. And then they populate it with people who look like giant rotisserie chickens (laughs) in Speedos. And um, uh, I don't like taking my clothes off in front of my actual husbands, but I'm absolutely fine at a hotel. You know, it's weird. Um, And um, I loved it. I loved it. My son got a northern accent within 36 hours. (laughs) That was quite fun. And... um, (laughs) Uh, and we loved it because we didn't have to think, you know. We just called it the don't think, just drink <laughs> holiday. We didn't have to think about any meals. It was basically... And the other thing, great thing is, like, every night, it's like going to Zaza's Bazaar. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? It's fucking brilliant. And uh, we've all been to Zaza's Bazaar? No? Do you not know about Zaza's Bazaar? Oh, Zaza's Bazaar is the lar- Europe's largest restaurant. It's down by the waterfront. It's like the all-inclusive buffet of a large international hotel with slightly fewer flies. 
yeah, no, it's amazing. I love it because like they've decorated it in these different zones according to the different food types. The ceiling is festooned with cliches. It's amazing. Um, what I like is I, uh, what well, I think it's, but it's got real serves a real purpose. If you like me have, uh, children who are sort of just on the cusp of secondary school, right? Just like beginning or, you know, just starting secondary school, just finishing primary school. Cause what you can do is that you can work out which of their friends are going to be completely fucking horrific when they're teenagers. <laughs> what I did was I took my kids, uh, for a birthday party. Uh, my children are really, f- really dull they both went they were just like oh thank you very much i've had enough food i'll stop i wouldn't want to feel uncomfortable right but i was like you boring bastards yes um and then you get then that like that one of the, my my elder son's best mate who like just was like and chips and curry and ice cream and jelly beans and Jelly, like they've got these like jelly shots, but they've not got any alcohol in them, but you can still make yourself sick if you have <laughs> enough of them. Um, so that's what, I, that, and so that was sort of, he, he kind of got to the stage where he was just like, ah, ah, like that. and then was like, can we walk home instead of driving? I was like, yeah, oh, well, I'm sorry, I've got to get the car home. Uh, just h- hang out the window. He was sort of fine. Um, my younger son's best friend did a tactical chunder. <laughs> After the main course, you're like that. He was nine. He did a tactical genre so he could go back in for dessert. Oh, my God. They're still mates. I'm furious. Um, <laughs> I'm furious. Well, that's that bit. Uh, well done. Done awfully well. How am I doing for time? Oh, not that long. But we'll do, uh, just quickly, uh, big news in the Lee house this week. Well, it's this month. Well, it's about six weeks now. Um, I've got a puppy. I know, he's a cunt. <laughs> um, if you get a puppy, it's like getting a one-and-a-half-year-old child with claws and no nappies. Um, and you've got to house train them. Have you ever house trained a puppy? Yeah, it's shit, isn't it? It's literally shit. You had six puppies. Yeah, but you were giving them away, right? So if it didn't work, it's not on your head, right? <laughs> it's not your kitchen floor that's forever stained. Like, oh, this is the toilet. Um, so what what we what you do is right, you set an alarm for ten minutes. That's your window of kind of to get anything done. You set an alarm for ten minutes. You run around your house like clearing up and making supper and da 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 da. And then after the ten minute alarm goes, you do what we call in our house constant vigilance, right? You watch that puppy like a cat watches you fucking. <laughs> That's good, because what I really want to say then is you watch that puppy like a pedo at a nativity. <laughs> but I swore I wouldn't make any pedo jokes, but I'm like, oh, I really like that one. <laughs> really like that one. But a cat watches you fucking is all right as a sort of second bit. Um, anyway, you watch, you watch him, you watch him, you watch that puppy, you watch that puppy, and he's like going around like, and the signs of a puppy uh, are going to shit are basically it sniffs the floor, right? I've got a working cocker spaniel. He is driven by, he sniffs the floor the entire fucking time. So you're watching and he's like, and you're watching him, but you're watching him. And you watch, and you watch him. And then, and then one of your kids goes, Mom! And you go, yeah! And the puppy makes a rainbow of shite across your hall, using all the different kinds of shit. 
from number one on the Bristol stool chart <laughs> all the way to a number nine. It's not pretty. <laughs> anyway, right, marvellous. That's fine. That's a new bit as well. That's all right. Uh, so I've been married for 16 winters uh, to a man my mum calls... Oh. <laughs> Poor Stephen. And um, I was lying in bed the other night just thinking about what would it be like to be just a bit less married? <laughs> and I'm not going to say it's connected to the fact that sometimes in the middle of the night... You know, anyone, anyone in here in a long-term relationship? No, look at you, you're all like 12. <laughs> sometimes when you're in a long-term relationship, you're just lying there. When you're sharing a bed with your man, you're lying there, you're all relaxed. You've completely relaxed. You're completely relaxed. <gasps> just completely deeply asleep and you'll just feel suddenly behind you, your husband or partner, your bloke, moving in, as my son would say on holiday, your bloke. Um, just, <laughs> you just feel this movement behind you, don't you? And then just, just, you, just, you just feel him just kick you in the sphincter, don't you? <laughs> Don't you? No, just me, right? Just me. My husband kicked me in the sphincter in his sleep. So know what he was thinking. Anyway, so I was thinking, what would it be like to be less married? And I was 40. I turned 40 in May 2012. And um, <laughs> so I was thinking, like, what kind of what kind of 47-year-old single woman would I be? Would I be a cougar? And if so, who would I coog? <laughs> and how would I find someone to coog? Would I just like go up to them and go, I would coog the shit out of you. <laughs> like that. I, w I wouldn't, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I've already got a bald one at home, to be honest. I would I have to fuck off beard. Like I'd be interested in something like a little more variety. Something with hair. I swore blind. There we go. There's hair on that one. Yeah, it's fancy. Um, the thing is, though, the thing is, I don't think I, I don't think I make a very good cougar in that sense. <laughs> Although I do feel that I look like I might carry off a sheep. Which a real cougar, the cat. No, it's not working. I really love that bit. Uh, so I feel like I'm more sort of sturdy farmer's wife kind of build than, you know, out on the... Oh, pull it off. Oh. What I would have to do to make this acceptable to that would take longer. Like, it's like the fourth road bridge. Like, I just... I'd get shaved and ready, and then I'd look down, and my toes would be sprouting a new beard. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Just be like, oh, I can't be asked. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's not that I couldn't be asked to do lots of lovely sex. Uh, um, but, you know, it's just making this into an object of desire. Uh, would just take too long. Anyway, um, so I'll stick with my 52-year-old my slaphead husband it'll be fine um <laughs> he's ever so nice um he's looking after the puppy right now watching him like that anyway thank you so much you've been completely lovely i've been louise Lee. Good night. <laughs>
I love me bloody stuff. Right, um, uh, yes, um, yeah, correct. Uh, if you, yeah, if you want to kook someone, the answer is Luna Bar, Saturday night. Um, uh, just fun. Right, I've got a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, no, no, ask me about it later. Um, right, um, oh Christ. Uh, right, okay. What I was about to say, that this is the fun admin part of the show. Um, this is the end of the show. Um, I hope you had a good time. Hey! Lovely, lovely stuff. That's really good to hear. Okay, so um, we've got some fun admin. We're here every single week, every Sunday at 8 p.m. We're here. I've got a different lineup every single week. So comedians from around Bristol. Um, yeah, loads of good people are coming on. And if you want to keep up with us, we're on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Deliveroo, on all of them. Um, we've also got a Facebook group if you want to join that, this next act, Comedy. Uh, it's, it, it will just have all the events sort of plugged in there. An occasional um, at- attempt at mega bands between me and comedian Richard James. Um, <laughs> big fans in. Um, uh, we, we're also if you if you if you can't get enough of uh, um, this sort of night, um, we, we've got we're also a podcast. You wonder what Dill was doing over there? We re- record this as a podcast. We're on the Out of Lives Network and we're on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Podbean. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, and also, while you're on social media, do yourselves a favour. And if you live in Bristol and you like comedy, you really should be liking the kettle. I'll be handing out cards on the door. It's Bristol's comedy calendar. Every single comedy event that's happening in the city, um, from this downwards, uh, is is on there. Um, yeah. So if you that sounds good, grab a card on the way out. I'll be there on the way out. Um, I've also got this bucket. Um, if you want to stick some money in it, it helps us keep the night going. Uh, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it uh, six billion times yet tonight, but I am unemployed. And I often drive from Devon. And last week, I crashed my car, and it's going to cost £800 to fix. Um, yeah, I know. And I uh, <laughs> don't have £800. Um, so I don't, I don't usually make a sort of naked plea for money quite like that. Uh, but, uh, but honestly, if, if, you don't have enough, if you don't have any money, I know there's a lot of students in. That's absolutely more than fine. Just find an act you enjoy. Tell, tell them you liked it. Um, or just tell a friend. Or just come again yourselves. You've been an absolutely lovely crowd. I'll see you again. I'll be there. Let's get some bye-bye. www.outoflives.net